Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, welcome to the Holder Mess podcast. On this episode, I force Penn to talk about his hopes and dreams. And it's super uncomfortable because you and I have two totally different ways of looking at the world. He would like to lower all expectations. And she would like to make unrealistic expectations. Anyway, we're also talking, <laughs> we're also talking about a song we just wrote, and we're going to play it for you. Go to the Holiness Podcast. PC's debut. Oh my goodness, I'm, it's my favorite so far. Of course it is. I love it so much. I think I found the solution. <laughs> I think the thing I think the problem in the ten opens that I've written for you has been me. No. Like you needed Penn Charles in that video no, to make it no, work. No, no. I just think he has the sweetest voice though. He does. He does have the sweetest voice. He does. And he's and he is by nature a very sweet boy. So um welcome to the Holder Mess Podcast. A little different today. Normally we record in Max's basement. <laughs> but Max had the nerve to go on vacation. Yeah, he's where is he? Paris, France, France, Italy. He's in some fancy country right now. And we are stuck at our house. And um I have microphones and I hope they sound okay. So I'd like you to meet your producer, me, and uh, and my wife, Kim. Hi. And yeah, ju- I'm getting super judgy about seeing Max's pictures on Facebook. Yeah, what is he doing? He and his wife and his two daughters are just gallivanting through France. And it's um, I'm very envious. No, I'm very happy for them. So as the producer, I'm going to need you to really swallow that mic, honey. Okay. I need you, like right there is good. This is a family show. Right, but so. I'm saying this is good. This is bad. This is good. This is bad. Okay, I'll work on it, honey. I know there's that weird kind of wiry thing close to it, but let's make it happen. Okay, so uh, today on the show, it is part reaction and uh, part just us uh, riffing a little bit. (laughs) 
about a video that we just put out that was a little different from the other ones we've done. Last week, we put out a a first of its kind, I'll call. It's called I Didn't Screw Up. It's an original song by my amazing husband. And do you want to tell them kind of how this song came to be? Sure. We, first of all, should we play it for them? Yeah, should we, we can. We could on. even play it in, in its entirety. Yep, I'll do it right now. Hang on. I'm going to stop, then I'm going to hit play, and then we can talk over the top of it or something. Hang on. There she goes down the aisle With a big dress and a big smile Every time I see this pic I wonder how I got this chick Every bro that I've got He asks this question a lot They see her and ask me Hey, how did you end up with such a babe? I'll tell you how I didn't screw up that bad I'm not an illegitimate dad How did I find such a looker? I never got caught with a Sorry, don't have a DUI Uber is good Or a wandering eye Like Tiger Woods It's not like she got hit by Cupid Yeah, I just didn't do anything stupid The bar is set so Too soon? Yeah. I don't go to the gym. You're not a hub. I'm a six out of ten. And if you're drunk. So how'd I get a ten? I'll tell you again. I never made out with her best friend. Ashley Madison. I never signed in. I didn't screw up. Yay! <laughs> uh, this, again, we called it I Didn't Screw Up. And it's an original song. We hope it's a song that will be included in the musical my husband is writing. And by writing, you mean I've written a bunch of songs and I have no idea what direction it's going in. Well, which is, I, yeah. I guess that's what some people do. Right. And so I'm kind of working on the story part. Penn is working on the music part. We have no idea what's going to come of it. But we really just wanted to put it out into the universe and see what happened and if the reaction was great keep going if we needed to shift gears um let it be so and don't you think that sometimes it's just putting it out into the universe that makes it work whether it's an idea or a blog post or a podcast just getting started is the hardest part i think so now i mean (laughs) i feel like we should back up here before we even talk about the video i've written this song a long time ago and my plan was to write 20 of these songs and then curate them and then hire people on stage and then maybe six years from now we've been told that it takes six years to make a musical six years from now you might be able to hear it and so about four months ago my lovely wife says why don't you just make a video of it you have a platform just make a video and i said no i want this all to come out at once i want to work with these 
these Broadway types and spend all of you know all of my efforts in getting it ready to present to them. And she's like, all right. And then uh, a week ago, I, I, <laughs> I think I'd had a couple of beers. I said, I've had a revelation. I said that we should just make a video and start putting these things out, right? And then Kim made this face, and it was a crazy face. It was a smiley face, but behind this smile was madness. And I realized that that's not what I meant. What I meant, because I remember you suggesting it. I meant to say, and I said this. What I meant to say, honey, was you were right. right. Oh my gosh, can we stop real quick? And I just want to sit here for a second. Say it again. I just want to hear it again. You were right. Oh my gosh. <sighs> so nice. Are you basking? Yes, I'm basking right okay. now. Okay, go ahead. You Continue. Were right. You were right. Uh, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And so we did it. And it was so much fun. We put that video together. If you've not seen it, we put that video together in just a few days. We uh, have a great friend named Todd Smith, who is an old Y Tribe buddy of mine. If you have daughters or sons in the YMCA programs, you know what that is. And he is a former Broadway guy, and he found us these dads to dance with, and he choreographed it. And he we asked of, him to wear cargo shorts, and they all had them. It was yep, amazing. Yep. We some didn't, and I went and got some from upstairs because I have Many. more than enough. Anyway, it all sort of came together, and Kim was right, and we're actually getting these great comments and even suggestions about other songs. So it's almost as if we are producing this with our. Facebook uh, family in mind, and they are going to help us get this thing across the finish line. So great idea, honey. <laughs> and but, so let's talk about this because we we were ner- we were nervous putting it out because there's it's rich with satire, right? That all a guy has to do is not commit a crime. All a guy has to do is not you know treat women badly, and they they get the girl. Uh, and we we did this song in celebration. <laughs> And we, we're not, we are not celebrating that. We're just kind of pointing that out um, and to kind of make fun of it almost. And we were really, what we were nervous that people wouldn't be in on the joke, but it appears they are. Yeah, not a lot of anger out of yeah. this one. And it's we're, yet, yet, Kim, still early. Kim, we're used to anger from these videos, <laughs> aren't we? It's so funny because we make these videos that go viral. That's this catchphrase term that I think people are getting sick of by now, but they truly do. And the more popular they get, usually, the more trolly trolly they get. There's this formula that once it gets over a million, there's a good chance there's going to be a thought piece written about you. I know, or an open letter. I love an open letter. And yeah, and because this is so controversial, I wouldn't say controversial, but we referenced Matt Lauer. We referenced other ba- poorly, scandals like yeah. Ashley Madison. And mm. I didn't want it to sound like I was bragging that I'm a good person. We were just trying to make a point that you don't have to do much to be in the top, you know, 90th percentile as a male right now. I know. Um, so let's the the whole song came to be finally because you were talking. We're at a friend's house at a barbecue, and you and this group of guys were talking about. It was actually Jen Jen Cuthbertson. Snooty neighbor. Snooty neighbor. She's yeah. a snooty neighbor in all of our videos. And her husband, who's adorable and amazing. Tom. He's been in our videos. He's been in the too. videos too. He he is the first non felon she ever dated. And basically so funny. they were talking about you know, Penn's like, Oh, like how'd you guys meet? How'd you guys you know, what led to marriage, all that stuff. And Tom's like, Well, I was the only non felon she dated, so we had to get married. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't know how I forgot that detail. Yeah. That's 
Because Tom is the farthest thing from a felon that right. I'm aware of. So that started the conversation. Yeah, it did. And so we had some other guys. There were probably six of us. And we were sitting outside on the porch drinking IPAs, as men are wont to do around the holidays. And we just sort of went in a circle. And everyone had said that, yeah, our, our now wives had just gotten out of a relationship with somebody who shoplifted at Toys R Us. There's, there's just all these things, but you're including you. Like I know, including me. I got you on, on the rebound. That's the best way to get a hot chick is on rebound. I had a little bit of a break, but I'll, but I exclusively dated men who would cheat on me. I had this real, this knack of just finding a, a guy that would just treat me poorly. And if he didn't treat, treat, uh, if he didn't, you know, sleep around, um, he would just be really mean. And for some reason, that, that I was, was like, I was like, oh, here it goes. You're gonna you're gonna make me feel bad about myself. You're gonna say negative things about my family. It's on. Let's date for <laughs> at least six in. months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I dated a guy for several years, and I I was just uh, yeah nice guy by the way. I met him. I loaned no. him some shoes. <laughs> It's another story. I did. I loaned him some shoes. I dated this guy who bless, he needed some shoes. Bless. Um, could not get out of his own way, and uh, yeah, and 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 couldn't get out of his own way, but got in the way of several other girls. <laughs> so, um, and I look back at that as the best thing that ever happened to me because that woke me up. To, and then I saw Penholderness, and I was like, "Oh!" I also look at that as the best thing that ever happened to me. Well, no. Um, so the shoes your thing. Trauma. Thank God for your trauma. Uh, so it was very traumatic. And it, so the shoes thing, we need to explain. Um, it, much at, like you and I had started dating, he was not super happy with it. But you guys played basketball together. We or were something? on a team together, and he had a date, and he forgot his dress shoes. Of course, he did. And so I loaned him my dress shoes, and I felt. Did you feel super responsible because you had dress shoes? It was the first time. Because normally you're the one that doesn't have shoes. And the last time <laughs> that I came to the rescue of someone because of organization or planning <laughs> in my entire life. But it, that, after that, it was kind of like, thanks, bro. And then we were copacetic. So I, I, here's something about me. And this we're, we're going off track. I guess that's kind of what podcasts are all about. I just want people to like me. I don't care what they've done. You are done. such a golden retriever. I don't care if I I don't care what they've done. I want them to like me. Well, how do so, you exist on the internet if you just want people to like you? Well, I don't read the comments. You read well, the comments. You well, read every comment. What's the good of the internet if you're not going to have the community? You I do. You still have a community. You just have to know when not to read the comments. There's certain platforms where it's an okay idea to read the comments. For example, Facebook. If someone is on your Facebook feed, they have actively pressed a like button, which means they are your friends. It's it's in the topic. It's in the title. So they have a certain expectation of what they're going to get, and they're going to be supportive. If you're on YouTube, that's for anybody. Well, I mean, your subscribers in theory. Yeah, but that's YouTube is how you get it shared. Like if it shows up on Gawker or Reddit or oh, Deadspin those, or those whatever. Those people love us. <laughs> they do, you know, because we really are their demo. <laughs> We're not. Most males, I hope you age can hear twenty-one to twenty-nine, really want to hear moms complain about their kids. <laughs> I think. Uh, anyway, we are so off the topic right now. So these guys were talking about how they got their awesome wives, and it was because they just didn't screw up that bad. Um. So this song came to be, and 
you know, it brings up a conversation of, can you imagine if women were judged by that standard? Yeah, flip the script. Flip it. And all I had to do was just kind of show up. And I was a messy slob that farted all the time. But I, I needed to be celebrated because I didn't, you know, commit a crime against another human being. Can you imagine? Well, I mean, I'm glad you're you're asking that. We have to... First of all, let's, let's look back. And this hashtag Me Too movement has been important. It mm-hmm. really has. It's given, of course. it's given voices to people who didn't feel right talking about what had happened in their lives. And it seems like 95% of the, of the perpetrators are males and 5% of the, perp- of the uh, like 90, 95% of the victims are females. Is right. that the direction that we're can, going in here? Can we, um, because basically we've had way too much coffee and this podcast is going off the rails. Can we talk a little bit about how you in, in different workplace se- settings were sexually harassed by both men and women? Yeah, a, a yes. male and a female. Yeah. yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Um, I didn't, let me start by saying I didn't report either of them. Mm-hmm. And let's start with that. And I can talk about it. I don't need to incriminate anyone about it because I I don't think it affected me as heavily as it would have if I were a woman. Well, I, Seriously. I, I just moved on with my life and then I thought about it later and it may have caused some psychosis, but I don't know how much. And that's fine. And that's great that that's how you dealt with it. As a woman who worked in a newsroom and was on the receiving end of s- some pretty aggressive sexual harassment in one particular newsroom, I think you never felt for your safety. You never felt scared for your personal safety, right? No, never. Uh, Never. I was bigger than everyone who harassed me by a long shot. I was a foot taller than both people who harassed me. One was male, one was female. But the male who harassed you at your... Wait when you were waiting tables, you quit your job because of that. I did. I, so that affected your. I mean, your waiting yeah. tables wasn't your dream job, but that affected your the outcome of you know that financially that affected you. Yeah, it was impossible for me to be in that workplace anymore. Right. Uh, it was. I mean, it was a full on. Uh, it was a full on groping that happened outside of work, where there was alcohol involved, and. So all those, you know, I kind of went through it in my head and I was like, all those contributing factors was going to make it tough for me to say anything. I think in this day and age, I could have said something, yeah. but uh, yeah, I just quit my job. Yeah. I, I quit my job and, and, and I felt powerless in that situation, uh, partly because of the fact that I had a couple of beers and it was, yeah. it was at a party, but it was someone that I worked with and it definitely affected the dynamic yeah. afterwards. And it's still harassment if you do it off work. Absolutely. But he, that, he, no, no, I, I'm saying like that was the that was the question. Oh, I don't think I knew the answer until. Well, later. it wasn't a conversation, and that's why you know we get to have this conversation now. And so many people bravely have men and women have come forward, and they've just. I mean, I had to kind of relive, especially all the talk in the newsroom about this stuff, because that is a real just incestuous place yeah. for it. I, I hope so, not anymore, because I did report it, and I was in a small town. And I reported it, and the manager, like the general manager, was best friends with this news anchor. And he basically told me, just make sure you're not alone with them. Like he put it on me and wanted proof. And it was a situation, you know, you're a local news reporter in these small markets. You're doing everything yourself. There was literally nobody else around, and that's how the opportunities to, you know, created it to happen. I am. 
and went and saw an attorney that I couldn't afford. And he, he was very, very kind. And he basically said, this is just in this town, like nothing's going to, I mean, he wow. was willing to take on the case. He was so willing to take on the case. Yeah. I said, all I want to do is get out of my contract and I want to get out of here. And that, I mean, I just did it. I just left and what, broke my contract. What do you think would have happened in 2018? Same age, same situation. Like after. Well, I would have been believed. I would have been, I would have been trusted. And there, the very kind attorney, he believed me. I want to punch this guy. He, he, he I, I don't even, I have no, and it's so funny on the, um, when all this stuff came out and on my personal Facebook page, a couple other people I worked with at that time came out with similar stories and we didn't even talk about it to each other. We didn't even, I didn't even feel safe telling other women about it because I thought, well, maybe it was my fault for being alone at night, you know, anyway, all these terrible things that women do to themselves. So I didn't screw up. <laughs> <laughs> that other guy did. No. But he got he got away with it. But but that's what I'm saying is that when you meet a guy like Penholderness and like so many women have found, men and women have found a partner that don't screw up, I think it's worth celebrating. Like, let's hear it for the good guys. But we can hold the good guys still to higher standards. Right. Yeah. Congratulations on not doing any of that. If you could be a present father, that would also be great. (laughs) Stop playing Xbox. Well, and that's something else that came up in the comments of this. And so many people were so happy and shared this with their husband saying, like, thank you for not screwing. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations for not stepping out. And it is. I mean, it's good. That's nice, right? Yeah. But we can still talk about this. Yes. And and one of the pet peeves was, you know, a husband saying, I have to babysit the kids this weekend. Did that come up in the comments? Yeah. You and so and I knew know that you trained me on that real early real fast. i think i said that the first day lola was born <laughs> yeah you're like who's baby i'm like oh honey once you're a parent you are no longer babysitting <laughs> this is taking care of your child uh, yeah that's and, another song oh totally yeah. and yeah it's can we mine these comments for more content for this musical absolutely but i was okay. that's what we're talking about right now honey. but i interrupted you to you make sure, it think that it was my idea you sure did yeah um it, wasn't, it was your idea Yes, it was. No, um, hold on. When, when, I'm trying to get well, to the comments. While you're doing that, yeah. can I go back to something? I, okay. I don't want to leave local news yet because a lot of the big names in, in the last year have been local news, local sports, anchors, like big time trusted personalities. In like the a name business. that rhymes with Schmat Schmauer. Or Schmarley Schmoes. Or, Who's that? Oh, oh Charlie Rose. Yeah. Sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> The two, like, you know, two of the biggest names yeah. in news. And I am, uh, I, I don't know how much truth there is to any of that. But what I can tell you is when I was harassed in a news station, I, first of all, it was not as black and white as what happened to you. Um, but the first thing that went through my mind was, can I still keep my job? Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of because the supply demand curve in local all the way to regular news creates this crazy pyramid of power mm-hmm. where it is so hard to get to where you're going. And there are literally thousands of people who are trained professionals who are trying to get to where you're going. And it's an old man, crusty kind of business where that kind of stuff just happens. You hear people say that's just the way it's done all the time, which is my least favorite word to hear. Mm-hmm. And the, so the news business, when I heard this happening in the news business, 
it made sense and it happened to both of us mm-hmm. because it's all about these young, eager, often attractive people trying to get to do whatever it takes to yeah. get up to that. I mean, you've watched broadcast news and that mm-hmm. other terrible one with Michelle Pfeiffer, whatever that oh, was. Oh, that I love that one. It was so unrealistic. I know. Anyway, well, she's like, Oh, I I can't speak. I have a lisp. All of a sudden I'm a network anchor. And I can go live was, from inside a jail right. back in like the eighties. Anyway. Have the technology. Anyway, go on. Go no, on. we should do an entire no, podcast stop. on terrible Stop. Okay. Inaccurate news movies. It's not going to be this one, but I think we should do it. Okay, go. I think we should hate watch news movies. Stop it. Go. At some point. No, it's your turn. Yeah. So. Okay. Anyway, that, that's that's my point. Well, of course, me. and that's well, that's not just the news, honey. That's you know, a, a, somebody who works in a bakery. I mean, everybody needs a job. So you you can't. It's you're like, why didn't you just quit? Well, you quit your wait when you were waiting tables because you were living with your parents and you could. So, I mean, you were like early 20s. A bakery, you can quit and go to another bakery. Well, I mean, but there are three news stations in every market. I hear what you're saying. And a very small amount of jobs and a very large amount of people who want those jobs. And that supply demand curve creates this this air of desperation that leads to. No, I I hear what you're saying. But still, a job is a job, and you don't want to just quit it because some. Anyway, I think that the face of these businesses is changing. I have hope. I'm so encouraged by all these women who had the guts, and and men, especially the men, um, not especially the men, including the men. There have been those. But it's the, it, the guy from um, the Old Spice commercials. Yeah, it was an amazing. Did you did you see yeah. hear his interview? It was yeah, unbelievable. It was, yeah. So I it's um it, that takes a lot of guts on both sides. So I have to get into this comment. All of this was presented in a very funny way. We hope, and we got this comment of from Lydia Marie. Uh, so true. I background checked my husband after our first date. <laughs> Not even a moving violation. Sexier words have never been spoken. Like everything else was just gravy, you know? Jessica Purvis says, I kind of feel bad that men are held to such low standards. You guys get praised for not being horrible as though that is your default setting. And you must be working really hard to not be bad. So that's the point we're making, that it's, you know, got to raise the standards a little bit. Also, I should mention, there have been a lot of comments and concern about the woman that we dropped oh, Julie. at the end of the video. Uh, I feel like we should explain that to people because she especially toward the end you can see that we dropped her multiple times yes um she, her name is julie Fromm, and she is our sister wife yes uh sister wife she's a very dear friend she was in town visiting while we were shooting this and she works in television so she has a production background so we said hey julie come outside and just check these shots for us and while you know while she was doing that we used her as a um <laughs> projectile? Is that what you're looking to think for? of a nice word to say Let's is like a projectile. prop. Yeah. Julie is truly a very talented. Julie is truly a very talented person. And she was my old boss. I feel yeah. like we should mention that as well. When I was working for ABC Sports, Julie, the woman who I dropped in the video, was my boss. She was not the one that, that sexually harassed you, by the way. <laughs> Just to make that clear. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> Maybe she tried and failed. Right. Uh, and no, it, it, obviously we would not have this good of a relationship if either of us had tried something. But uh, Julie is a, an idea person, and she heard the song and got really excited about it. Mm-hmm. And we got to the very end of the song and had not planned that bit, but everyone laughed when Todd Smith suggested that we drop 
Julie just out of the frame, and we had to figure out how to do it. So Lola luckily had a gymnastics mat. For the gymnastics, how much padding do you think that provided? Not enough. Not enough, right? Not enough. Uh, And Julie also is not a camera hog. No, she doesn't love being on camera. So I'm giving this shout out to her and saying thank you because I think that she did this only because she believed in the project. Yeah. Another comment from Amanda Humphrey. I love my husband who has done way more than just not screw up. This song makes me smile. Yeah, that's the point. Like you guys. They're and getting I, it. We were worried they weren't going to get it. Yeah, no. And and I think that they're, and I think we hear about the, the men who behave badly, but there are so many more men that are just awesome. I had bosses, male bosses in the news who were amazing and changed the course of my career and were supportive and uh, mentors to me. So I think this, you know, this one goes out to the good guys. I feel like I should read this next one in a New Zealand accent. Okay. I'm involved in my small town New Zealand theater. And from the sounds of this song, the show would be great for one of our theater restaurants or outhouse theater shows. Outhouse? Art house. Oh. Art house theater show. Okay. So Allison Dite has invited us to New Zealand. Hey, dude. So when I go down, is that still te- that's down under, right? Down under? I think down. that's Australia. I know, but it's still down there. I super want to go to Australia. Which one are the Concords from? Flight of, they're from New Zealand. Okay, that's where I want to go. Yeah, the uh, flight of the Concords. I desperately want to go to Australia. You also really like Sauvignon Blanc from New, New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah, I feel like fan. we should go there. Maybe just we to... should do this. So, Allison, we're going to look into this. I know. And then somebody else said that you should stage a show in Hawaii first because then nobody will steal your ideas. And then I was like, oh, snap. Or somebody, is somebody going to steal this, our idea? This is all new information because I thought you wrote something and it just poof magically went to broadway you have to go to new zealand first i will go to new zealand i will go to hawaii um let's make this happen but okay let's talk about goals holderness and i think saying it out loud i love to vision board and vision quest and this can also be dangerous yes and you like to lower your expectations (laughs) yes i do yes so what do we do next with this stuff should we talk more about how you Raise, I, how yeah. we lower and raise each other's expectations. Okay. So I think what Penn does better than anybody in the world is he does not expect more from people than they can possibly give. He does not expect more from a situation than can possibly present itself. So when, you know, somebody, and, you know, as it happens from being a human being, when somebody disappoints me, I get crushed and I get depressed and I become so sad and Penn's like well I mean did you expect anything different I mean that's just I mean that's right yeah it's int- you're making it sound like I have just a gloom and doom no feeling about but people. that's that's the opposite right. he walks into every situation so happy and he's just happy for whatever time he has with a person or on a project but if there is any disappointment he's like well i didn't expect much anyway even going on vacation we're about to go camping in the woods which will be a whole separate episode we've got a we have bought a portable microphone because kim is going to have to (laughs) stop it poop in the woods stop it that's i'm going to build you the most beautiful latrine you have ever seen can we not talk about it it's gonna, so here's my thing. 
I have very high expectations about how much fun this is going to be in nature and I'm going to connect in a way and I'm just going to just feel that just I'm just going to be an REI commercial basically after this and Penn says lower your expectations it's not going to be that fun and it does sound like a very gloom and doom thing but no you're like that way any amount of fun you have is amazing yeah I explain that to me okay you want me to explain it to you yes so we're going to the Rockies the Rockies are the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I saw them for the first time waking up when I was uh, 21 years old. I'd driven there at night. I woke up in the morning and I looked out the window and I, I lost my breath. But we're going- Mostly because of the elevation. But anyway, yeah, that, go ahead. Yeah. But we're going with children mm-hmm. and we have to rent a pickup truck. And my kids have motion sickness mm-hmm. and they've never hiked that far before. Yeah. So I take all of those worries and I don't say them outwardly. But I keep them close to my heart so that when they happen, it's expected and I move on. When they don't happen, it's this wonderful, magical surprise of a a beautiful time. (laughs) Again, I don't say these out loud. That's part of it. You can't say them out loud. In my head, I'm like, that John Denver is full of bleep, man. (laughs) I always imagine the Rockies would be a lot rockier. But I know that my kids are going to see this landscape in the summertime. I hope. And their, their brains are going to explode. But if you're imagining that idyllic piece... That's what I'm imagining. Then, but yeah, but you, you're forgetting about the motion sickness and the pooping in the woods and all that other stuff that's going to happen. So once if that's part of what you're imagining, when that, when that happens, you're like, okay. When it doesn't happen, wow, gravy, bonus. But- all, all of life is about... <laughs> allowing life to exceed its own expectations so life is about lowering your expectation you are so the opposite of like an oprah episode hang on i didn't say that i said life is about allowing allowing life to exceed expectations see i went glass half full there okay but why can't you have high expectations then because you'll always be disappointed okay so it's about lowering expectations then yes yes. okay it doesn't mean you're not going to work hard right you can still work hard. I work very hard. Right. So with this musical then? I expect total failure. Okay. I expect no, but power so- struggles at every turn and... But what... what? So I want to have a vision board. I think I've said vision board 27 no, times. I'm, I'm going to write a book called The Reverse Secret. <laughs> the Anti-Secret? Yeah. Because I remember I, I, I read the first like two pages of that book. And then you had me watch the DVD. I wanted to watch. This was like 10 years no, ago. The lady's sitting in the car and there's the graphic of this weird energy halo coming out of her head. <laughs> and I, I watched the whole thing. And I, I get it. That's a good philosophy to have. It's worked for a lot of people. My philosophy is the exact opposite. Well, I just don't think that look works. Where I am. What do you mean it doesn't work? What are we doing for a living right now? I know, but what if it could what if it could just be that much bigger and better? I mean, what if this could be on a stage? Like don't you want to picture it on a stage somewhere? That's why it doesn't work. You've become a pessimist. Listen, we 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 have all this wonderful I'm not success. A, no, we have all this wonderful success and you're asking me why it's not better. No. Your expectations are too high. No. No, honey, that's a goal. It's a goal. Goals are good. Well, I have goals. Like what? I just don't tell anybody about it. I want to. I want to hear. No, because um, it, it intimidates people and it makes them feel. No, I want to. Are your is your goal to have a better wife? No. Okay, then you should tell me <laughs> <laughs> what your goals are. <laughs> no, which what are your goals? Tell me, tell me. I would love to be exclusively writing uh, 
music about my life that didn't come from someone else's song that I ripped and made into a parody. It's been very fun. Mm-hmm. I think Weird Al is a genius, and I I definitely know that people that they, they can relate to that and they can dance to it. But I wish I was. I would love to be as good a writer as those people whose songs I am using to make my point. I love that. It just takes a lot of work. I have to know how to play instruments. <laughs> I know how to play the piano, and that's about it. I guess Billy Joel. That was that was all him. So I've got to surround myself by people who can help me do that. Mm-hmm. I've got to probably produce an album, mm-hmm. which I don't want to do. Why? Because my expectations are very low. <laughs> well, no, honey, I, I think just I personally believe even saying it, this is the first time you've even admitted to me that you want to do that. Um, I think by r- putting it out there, it just makes it more likely to happen. Well, I also... I think we've built this this community of people who we communicate through those parodies, mm-hmm. and I'm okay doing that. Little little secret. It's pretty easy, right? It's, it's easy for you. Yeah, it's easy for you. And so the the, the original stuff is a is a challenge for me, and I do like a challenge. Mm-hmm. I'd also like to have my own island in the Caribbean. <laughs> Stop. Wait, no, you asked what I wanted. No, I would no. like my own island in the so Caribbean. So now I know I can tell your my um bull bleep o meter is uh running high. Okay, so we were having a serious moment. So um In order to make that happen, we may have to make some sacrifices. Every everyone who writes original music and doesn't and goes away from the grain because our original music doesn't get as many views and likes and hits as our parody music. In order to do that, we might have to seriously downshift like our lifestyle in order to make that happen. I don't care. Seriously, dude, I grew up with no money. We had no no money for the longest time. Like I, I did not have an articulating arm f- for my microphone like I do right now for this pie. If you could see this, we can setup. sell the we can sell the microphones and just talk into our cell phones. Honey, you know I don't care about that stuff. I know it's just a lot of work. And it, it, we, we, uh, we should we also mention we talked to I don't know I don't want to um, out him uh, as as the guy who kind of inspired. You know what I do? Uh, Jeff Marks, yeah, from Avenue Q, reached out to me after I wrote an original song and told me to start doing this. Yeah. By the way, uh, as of when we, by the time you hear this, he will be married. I know he's, he's getting married this weekend. He's getting married two days after this podcast, and I'm so happy for him. And his uh, husband is adorable. But uh, he he told me that I had this inside me, and it just would take five years. Well, he was so <laughs> nothing takes five years. And what a kind human being! Yeah. He sent an email saying, "And by the way, we saw Avenue Q, which is a Broadway musical. It won the Tony the weekend we got engaged. The weekend we got engaged, we went and saw Avenue Q, and we saw it several more times when we were living in New York. So it held a special place for us. And then the fact that we got this email just to our general inbox saying, "Hey, I love this song you wrote. It's really funny." By the way, I wrote Avenue Q. Literally, Penn and I read it and were shaking. Um, and he met with us when we were in Los Angeles, and it was so kind to give advice about and, and just encourage you. Um, and it w- I think that was a big turning point, just believing. And he kind of de- demystified the process a little bit. I mean, it's still very daunting. Um, 
But I think, honey, I think you could. Do that. That's why I've been screaming for the past. Ever since we met with Jeff Marks, I've been screaming. The parodies are great. We love doing the parody. And it's fun. Those are super fun to do. But if, if we need to produce less and just do the thing that you want to do, let's do it. Okay. And then, you know, we're about to go to bed tonight and you're going to say, oh, there's a new platform. We need to produce Mickey and Mackie and Mackie. Oh, and uh, Instagram TV. Milky, but I'm going to yeah. do Instagram TV. It's just going to be me. You are? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you want to pop in, that's great. But I don't want you editing that stuff. Or... Well, that's more your milieu anyway. Yeah, no, he's a, he... There's not a lot of middle-aged men on Instagram TV. <laughs> well, he's, that's not true. Um, but you, I think he's been on Instagram twice and he doesn't under, really understand it. It's very funny. Also, uh, back to this song. Uh huh. Another thing that had me lowering my expectations is I always imagined the person who's presenting it and singing it not being me. I think in a musical that might happen. I think if it goes to stage, it's a different couple. It's a right. Yeah. So that was a little weird too because I was I just wanted to be the writer and then I ended up having to be the one who was performing it. What well, I mean, but that happens, right? I mean, I think Lin Manuel didn't he present in the beginning? Well, he ended up. I think being he's Hamilton. always been the man, right? Hey, Lola. Hey, Lola's here. We're going to go to Katie soon. Okay, sorry. We're going to wrap this podcast well, uh, well, up. Do well, you want to say hi to Lola really quickly? Yeah, let's say hi to Lola. Lola, you got you to really stand really close to the mic like this, okay? Hi. All right, so guys, this is Lola. Lola, um, we're talking about the song we put out today, the I Didn't Screw Up song. What did you think of the song? You didn't screw up. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Lola's 11 and basically has, over the summer, a sleepover or a play date every single day. Or a tennis not lesson or, a, or a, a volleyball so game or something. Well, are you excited about going to Colorado? Yeah. You're excited about going? What's your, what, what are you most looking forward to when we go to Colorado? Um, pooping in the woods in okay. a ditch. It's, it's not a ditch, honey. It's called a latrine. A what? <laughs> it's called a latrine. Okay. Can you say it? Latrine! Latrine! <laughs> Uh, how do you think mommy's going to do with the pooping in the woods? Um, fail. How do you fail at pooping? You don't. You just don't poop. Oh, you think she's just going to keep it all inside her? Yeah. And, not- and just wait until she gets home. Mm-hmm. What, what about you? I don't know how I'm going to do it. Like, it's, there's no privacy in the woods. There's, there's, there is nothing but privacy if you walk far away enough. <laughs> So you have to dig multiple holes to poop in? No, you just build that. Like, we'll set up camp. I've done this before, honey. And I've built top-notch latrines. I've done, <laughs> I've had arm arm hand, like, handles. Put, oh, I have. I've taken what I put arm handles on the side. Okay. I'm going to go get my bathing suit. Where are you going? She's going to she's going to Katie's house. Of course she is. Yeah. Is she but, having a sleep? No, she no. can't have a sleepover. Yeah. Okay. No sleepover. Oh, uh, I have to go, go have an amazing vacation going camping. Lola Man. Gets, Lola gets, we're at the point now where Lola gets really bummed out when she isn't having a sleepover. Back to my point of lowering your expectations. Bye. Um, Pen, my favorite thing to do in the whole wide world is to say, where do you think we're going to be in five years? What do you think we're going to be doing? That is your favorite thing. It is my favorite thing. And I love to play just make-believe. And Penn hates it. <laughs> but correct. I feel like you have this microphone now. We're sitting across the table. It's just you and me. Yeah. Not a few thousand people who listen to this. Um, where, do you, where do you see yourself in five years? I see us foreclosing on this house. <laughs> and I am on a wait list to work at Starbucks. Starbucks is actually very competitive. 
See, I'm getting better. Honey. No. I don't just I don't see that far. I don't see that far. Why? I know you want me to. I don't see that far. Because we got a lot of stuff to do now. Okay. Grumpy old man. Anyway, <laughs> this podcast was the first one without a producer. You can tell because we went in a million different directions, but it was nice kind of communicating nice with talking you and talking. Um, we hope you check us out on all of the platforms. There's <laughs> All of the socials of the media. I don't know what they are. Will you tell people what they are? Um, well, first of all, if you listen to this podcast, God bless you. God, may God have mercy on you that you've sat through this. But could you leave us a uh, rating, a review in iTunes or Spotify or Fliptify or Not a thing. Thrasher or Not a Stitcher? Thing. Maybe a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever you, so just so other people can find us. Um, and I really, if, if, if you've listened this far in the podcast... Send, like send me send an email. Ham. I yeah. know. <laughs> an autographed yeah. ham. We'll send you an autographed ham. <laughs> no, email us at holdermess. We'll just send him a H-O-L-D-E-R-M-E-S-S H O L D E R M E S S at gmail.com. Send us an email and we are going to, um, we will write you a song. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on Instagram and Facebook. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 